Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode number 48 of Real Good Show, America's best, worst Canadian sports podcast. Uh, an episode that promises to get traded to Calgary before it can ever amount to anything here in Vancouver. And uh, we'll finish the season on their top line. So, uh, full of good feelings already about the state of local hockey here on episode 48. Justin Morissette with you on Real Good Show. And with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Um, sorry, were you going to say something, John? No, you go ahead. Well, I was just going to say um, there's like a story in the news, and I'm sure we're all aware of it, that uh, the gorilla uh, in Cincinnati was, was shot by a zookeeper because it was there was a kid in the cage. and um, I, we're, all, we're all adults here. I think uh, I know people are exp- tuning in, maybe expecting to hear some jokes about that. Um, and that's not what we're all about here at Real Good Show. No, there's, we don't there's make There's really jokes. nothing funny about a gorilla being shot by, no. by a zookeeper. Um, I agree. We're all vegans here on Real Good Show. Yeah, but I mean, on on the other hand, um, it's uh, it's pretty funny, like, like on many levels. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that we should just not do the show tonight out of like reverent respect for the boy, for the boy, or for the, the gorilla. boy. Yeah, the, the, the boy boy's lived. still alive. Yeah, the boy <laughs> who lived. The boy's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Are you talking? Are you calling the gorilla a boy? Well, you know, we, we should. Sort of, it's vaguely I feel like racist. Everything should just shut down for a week so that the boy can recover, and everything is exactly as he remembered it when he's better again. He's four years old. He has no idea what the fuck happened. Ah man, he might remember. That's a bad way to start your life. Well, that's he's. A, like, that's uh, probably he, something you bring up on like within the first three dates. He's so, right. Like, he's right at the life. age where that's oh, yeah. that's his first memory. By too. the yeah. way, I'm Gorilla Boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Remember? Do you remember like 30 years ago when there was a gorilla got shot and a bunch of people? He's 34. He's still going on dates. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like, because yeah, yeah. his, his life's not going to go good. Well, I guess yeah, he's yeah. already kind of starting off on the wrong foot. Well, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Well, he lived. They should have shot him to be to just <laughs> do him a favor because it's not. It's all going to be downhill from here. <laughs> the kids are going to call him Gorilla Boy in elementary school it's and all that. Be gorilla Boy and then in high school, he's going to dress like a gorilla to try and get ahead of the people making fun of him. But that's, that's not going to work. Yeah, it's going to backfire. That's, I can already tell you that's going to backfire. It's like we had a kid in my high school that, uh, although to be fair, it was one of the best Halloween costumes I ever saw, but he was very short. Like in high school, he might have even been like sub five feet, like in like grade 11. And one year he dressed as an Oompa Loompa, but like from the original. Charlie yeah. and the Chocolate Factory movie with the sort of like orangey skin. And like the candy striper outfit. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he didn't and dress as Deep Roy in the Tim Burton remake. No, no, exactly. <laughs> no, he had it. He did it real. And it was um, it was amazing. Like it was it was it looked perfect. It but was also so you kept like everyone called him an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, he embraced it. Not, I guess he right? embraced it. But yeah, he, he sort of embraced know. it. But yeah, I feel like Gorilla Boy won't have the same. People will just be like, yeah, you're still a gorilla, dude. Well, there's no real, like, Halloween costume you could wear either. Well, you were saying he could dress as a gorilla, but does he does yeah. he want to, like, relive that? N- well, maybe not, but I'm just saying that might be his, like, strategy to be like, ah, people stop calling me that if I just... People will be like, oh, he's cool with it now. He's, like, embracing just it. Just like a Mr. Burns-style, like, gorilla chest vest. Yeah, oh, that'd like. be good. Yeah. Okay, that, yeah. He could pull that off. But was that even a... But I thought that was, like... 
the puppies were supposed to be the vest, even though it kind of looked like a gorilla. No, no, no. The puppies were going to be turned into a... Uh, yeah, a vest. Be my vest. No, it's, be see, it's see, see my, my vest. vest. Made from real okay, gorilla chest. See my vest. Oh, see yeah. my vest. See oh, yeah, my vest. Right. Made with real gorilla okay, chest. Yeah, that's right. Made loafers that were former gophers. Yeah, that's right. See yeah. my sweater. There's no better than authentic Irish setter. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's a good song. Yeah, it is. Great song. One of their better... Parodies. I'm looking forward to the live action Beauty and the Beast. I'm not going to lie. I'll put that out there right yeah? now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I haven't seen the trailer. Yet. I saw a side wow, by side like a... of the teaser with the teaser for the original cartoon, and it was like shot for shot identical remake, basically. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that even better. I didn't really know. It was a very short teaser, but. Yeah. You get to see Hermione's face for like a second, and she's like, <gasps> and then it's over. <laughs> that's when it's like she sees the Beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. exactly. She's going to be great. The Beast should Emma be. They should they should have shot the beast. Right, that's her name. Should have thrown the beast in that pit. <laughs> shot the beast. That yeah, gr- that gorilla go okay, like they got time. That movie's not coming out for a year. They could rechain that would be change it. Maybe this was a viral marketing campaign for Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. It's maybe. it's like you know, you, you, you kind of rethink what you think about gorillas when you see it get fucking murked by a zookeeper, right? You're yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, this true. animal uh, was I actually uh, quite noble. This was actually yeah. to mark the 10-year anniversary of Peter Jackson's King Kong. <laughs> no, it makes sense. It was like how the Ikea monkey was uh, was a promo vehicle for Dunstan Checks In 5. And for <laughs> Ikea, I would assume as well. Yeah, maybe Ikea too. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, that's my favorite thing about the whole gorilla thing is people are like, this is like a noble, beautiful animal. And it's like whipping this kid around like a chain. Yeah. Like, that's not beautiful. That's like, it's badass. <laughs> but I don't know. I wouldn't call that noble. Mm, well, I don't. I guess it depends on your definition of noble. I mean, Is your definition of noble whipping a kid around like a chain? Well, I don't know. I mean, nobles in the old days were very vicious. They owned lots of land and they did not treat their peasants well. Are you talking about noble like the noun? Ah uh, yes. See, I'm talking about it, the gorilla adjective. Okay. Yeah. And like the gorilla e- adjective. Every well. time. Uh, Have you guys see seen like Dunstan a picture? No. Yeah, it's the one where uh, he checks in. Yeah, to the hotel. He's yeah, like he's a like at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Jason yeah. Alexander's in the in it. Jason Alexander's like the owner of the hotel or the manager. Yeah, something like that. And, there's and a then kid there's like in a kid with a skateboard. Yep. I don't remember the whole premise. Also, wasn't there a movie? There was a movie about a sign language in gorilla too, wasn't there? The, was that Ed? With Matt, that, Le- Matt LeBlanc? That was a baseball no. gorilla. Oh, yeah, that was okay. a baseball Baseball gorilla. monkey, actually. Yeah, I was going to say right. uh, a good joke would have been after the gorilla got shot if the zookeeper was like, Dunstan checks out. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have been a very McBain like yeah. of him. He probably, he probably was like crying. He yeah. didn't actually like say anything like Yeah, clever. he's probably crying because he was like, fuck, I, I couldn't <laughs> think of a like clever thing to say. <laughs> yeah, so I went with this bitrate 90s shit movie we need to go check out the imdb message board for dunstan checks in do we do we we really (laughs) definitely do of course we do but also i still want to figure out what was this there was definitely one of us like a sign languaging gorilla well there was mvp and mxp no no. uh there was a movie because my sister liked it it was like an emotional thing there was a like sort of a king kong-esque movie i think called like mighty joe young oh was that it no that's the one with uh brad pitt Mighty, Mighty Joe, Joe Young, Young has Brad Pitt in it. Yep. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty sure. Yep. I always confuse that with. Uh, or maybe not. I always confuse that. No. Movie what, with, yeah. With, uh, Mighty Wicked. Joe Black or what's That's the Meet, Meet Joe, Joe Black? Black. Uh, same thing as Mighty Joe yeah. Young. Yeah. Where you know uh, that movie where <laughs> he gets hit by the car. Oh, Mighty well, Joe is Young death. is Charlize yeah. Theron. Right. See, I always confuse Mighty Joe Young, Meet Joe Black, and Waking Ned Divine. Okay. Because they all came out around the same time. They all a name in like is the middle word. Yeah. And I think. Meet 
Wait, what was the what's Mighty the, Meat Waken? Okay, Mighty's not. Well, a bird. W's like an upside down M. I guess so. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like those, and they all came out kind of within like a year or two of each oh, other. Oh yeah, think, this too. is the uh, the sign language one is Born to Be Wild. I've never heard of this. I one. think. Yeah, it's definitely this one. My sister loved this thing. When your best friend is a four hundred pound gorilla, where do you go to set her free? Anywhere she likes. I'll tell you where you don't. That's the tag. The Cincinnati Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> And I know what people are thinking out there. I don't know if you guys heard, but they murdered a gorilla there. They did. I know what they're thinking. Oh, monkey trouble. That was a club. Man, the 90s are a big time for monkeys in movies. It's time to bring it back. They are. They're probably thinking to themselves wait a second. Isn't this a sports podcast? And the answer is ostensibly yes. But even the best of the sports talkers out there uh, cannot resist talking about this little monkey episode uh, it was it wasn't little <laughs> a monkey was shot a well, gorilla was shot a gorilla yeah. yeah it was a big gorilla it was not a little uh monkey he got like pumped as yeah. well but mike francesa went on a quite a, a monkey rant about the gorilla that was like th- with the exact same tonage that he would use to describe like the mets being on a losing streak <laughs> or whatever i feel <laughs> like ever since you corrected my pronunciation of francesa you're just trying to say it as many like in as many consecutive episodes as possible well i just saw mike francesa talking about <laughs> 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 exactly. he, he was talking about the gorilla uh getting shot I think today. I don't know. I saw a video of it like two hours ago. And he was like, and you're going to tell me that if it's your kid in the pen, you're going to be mad that the gorilla got shot? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's like the same way he'd be like, he thinks these are tough teams. Tough teams? They're below 500. Are you kidding me? I'm pretty sure he just says, are you kidding me about everything? I don't know. In my limited exposure to him. I think that's fairly accurate. Yeah. He doesn't, oh, really, he doesn't like rant about gorillas all the time. Yeah. I guess. This is like a first for... But he's for very Mike. upset that anyone would be like, why did they kill the gorilla? That's a shame. Which, it is a shame. Why did they kill it? Well, I was reading a thing because people were like, why didn't they just tranquilize it? But apparently that would just like piss the gorilla off. Oh, really? Which is like, isn't that like the opposite of what a tranquilizer should yeah, do? Yeah, like they don't have a strong enough tranquilizer. I, if video games have taught me anything, it's that like a tranquilizer works instantly. Yeah. And apparently that's On not everything. the case. Yeah. Uh, up to humans. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> apparently that's not the case because they were worried that it was going to get all pissed off and start fucking smashing the kid against a wall or, you know, a rock or whatever. It doesn't right. have a wall. Yeah. Uh, or it would get all like staggered and like fall on the child okay, or yeah. fall face first and drown. Yeah. Um, so then they just like shot it. Yeah. Because I mean, if it fell face first into the water, you couldn't go pick it up. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe it could drown pretty qu- like who, who knows. How, right. Yeah. Okay. Like, here's the IMD B message board for Dunstan checks in. This is the possibly the worst post we've ever seen. The <laughs> title is Dunstones Checked In by Dr. Gonzo LLB. I work with a bloke called Dunstone, and every morning when he comes into work, we say, Oh, Dunstones checked in. And then someone replied saying, Really? Oh, wow. Laughing. And they replied face. nine years later with <laughs> Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, it was nine years later. Yeah, nine that years makes it later. so much better. Yeah, he was waiting a decade for someone to call him on his bluff. Yeah, Dunstone's really? probably Dunstone's probably oh, dead. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, this is good. A lot of people get really mad about this. Uh, like a lot of people are shitting on like Faye Dunaway and stuff in this. Was in this Faye movie. Dunaway in it? Yeah, and Rupert Everett. Okay. 
Oh, D- Dunstan died. Yeah, Dunstan, the monkey that played Dunstan died. Someone oh. <laughs> came onto the message board in 2011 to report that. <laughs> Someone died. in 2011 wrote, "When are we going to get the sequel?" And considering Dunson is dead, well, wait, go go back. <laughs> My favorite is the the post right before. Okay, so it's the post right before. Rest in peace, Dunstan. Dunstan has died. Is what other mischief could Dunstan get into? Uh, not much. Yeah, he's <laughs> he dead. just died. He's, he's completely dead. Well, I think at this oh, stage this has got oh, this is very real. This is very real to our current. Uh, <laughs> That's a great, yeah. just the title just the subject. Of we the have, I haven't even read it yet, but the subject is, in real life, the monkey would tear your face off. <laughs> <laughs> By Internet Explorer. I'm going to view the uh, the actual post I don't, right now. But. I don't think you could do just uh, Dunstan checks in again at this point, because like at this stage in the game, we've seen monkeys and apes do wilder stuff than that. Like, we've had most vertical primate. We've had MVP2, where for somehow the primate wasn't on a hockey team. Like Yeah, but then there was MXP, which is most, most extreme, extreme primate. Yeah, of course I mean, there's well, that so one. Wait, but I thought he was skateboarding in most vertical. Was he rollerblading in that? No, nah, I think he skateboarded. Well, then yeah, what, what did he do in up. most extreme? Just other extreme I'll sports? I'll look it up. MVP. BMX bikes? Maybe, maybe. BMX, yeah. I well, hate to report, snowboarding. the post wasn't very good. He just said, in real life, the monkey would tear your face off. Yeah, get a monkey, kids. <laughs> that was the, <laughs> pretty sarcastic. MVP. Uh, oh, I got to do a better search. Yeah, you just search the you word. You just search the word MVP. <laughs> just assuming that that was going to be what was. Gonna come. <laughs> while you, while you look for that. Wow, it's got a three point eight out of ten on IMDb. Okay, so most valuable primate, most vertical primate was a. Wait, was there no most extreme primate? Was hockey most vertical? No. no skateboarding. Most, yeah, but and was Bob there... Burnquist is in it. And, and then most extreme okay, primate. And most is... valuable primate is hockey. Yeah. Um, most ex- most valuable, or sorry, most. I don't think there's a Wikipedia page for oh, it. Oh, I see. There's not. There's not. Hold on. Most <laughs> extreme primate. Yeah, oh, he's snowboarding. Snowboarding. Okay. snowboarding. Yeah. So he skateboarded, he snowboarded, and he played hockey. Somehow the most extreme is 71% on There's Rotten There's also Tomatoes. a recent movie about a monkey who was like in a tag team match at WrestleMania or something like that. Um, I don't know, man. All these monkey movies, I don't get it. I'm just saying that we've seen monkeys do more impressive things than check into a hotel at this point. Oh, definitely. I feel like the market for a monkey in a hotel has passed. But I don't even remember what... Was it like... Was he just living in the hotel? Let me see here. Uh, oh, God. That's too much. Someone really... That's went a really long yeah. plot summary. 6% Jason Alexander is the concierge of the elegant majestic hotel with inspectors due for a surprise visit... The Majestic's owner, Miss Dubrow, Faye Dunaway, puts extra pressure on Robert to keep the establishment running flawlessly. Robert, hoping to be rewarded with some time off of work to relax with his sons, vows to put the utmost care into his duties, a task that's complicated by one guest's unruly, light-fingered orangutan Dunstan. So the, so pl- the, plot, the plot is a guest brings an orangutan to a hotel. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. The monkey wrestling movie is actually a jack russell terrier wrestling movie <laughs> it's called russell madness oh god why didn't Apparently they go russell mania probably because yeah. they would have been sued oh, into right. oblivion okay. yeah. Yeah. so it's called russell madness and it also stars uh the monkey who's like the monkey who's in everything that has a monkey like um 
Well, not Dunstan, because he's dead. Yeah, but yeah. like, you know, the, you, famous, you know, um, the, the famous actor. You know the original Airbud dog died of lung cancer? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Actually, look, look it up. Can someone confirm? I don't have my computer in front of me. So. I'm not sure. But okay. Well, anyway, it's here's, true. Here's Russell smoked Madness. like a pack a day. So. Russell Madness. When a man inherits his grandfather's arena, he and his family try to restore the family wrestling business with the help of a talking monkey and their star attraction, a wrestling dog. I think the talking monkey would be the star attraction. I feel like... Why are you even wrestling if the monkey can talk? Like... Couldn't he just do, like, stand-up or something? I feel as though we need to watch this movie. <laughs> Which movie? Russell Madness. Oh, fuck. Yeah, we got to. What was the thing you were saying that you wanted me to look up? Oh, uh, did the dog from Airbud die of lung cancer? Okay. Airbud dog death. Yeah, cancer. Autofilled there, I'm pretty sure. Uh, died in his sleep due to complications from cancer. Yeah. At the time of his death, Buddy was... Oh, he played... He was Comet, too, He eh? was Comet in Full yeah. House. Wow, this is the most famous dog of all time. Here's That's a- nuts. And he was found as a stray dog. Wow, this is a real like rags to riches story. But he was found by Kevin DeCiso as a stray dog in the Sierra Nevada mountains in the summer of 1989. Kevin d- adopted the disheveled golden retriever and brought him home to San Diego where he trained him in the sports of basketball, chess, baseball, football, soccer, and hockey. Okay, chess. Let's get serious here for a minute. His first appearance was on America's Funniest Home Videos. He then gained further fame dunking baskets on David Letterman's Stupid Pet Tricks segment of The Late Show with David Letterman. He was on Full House. He was in the film Fluke. And then he was an Air Bud. And he was nominated for a Kids' Choice Award in 1998. Oh, it wasn't lung cancer. No, it was sarcoma. Synovial cell sarcoma. Well, that was close. Terry Fox. Here's an even, an even better summary for Russell Madness. <laughs> Jesus. So listen, okay, a dog has died. <laughs> a terrier named Russell is adopted by a family that runs a pro wrestling arena. With help from a savvy monkey, Russell becomes an amazing wrestler and rockets to the top of the sports Is this world. an actual Hollywood film? Yes. I'm assuming Which direct to DVD. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I have no idea if it had a theatrical run, but... Uh, I like the idea that the monkey is the manager. It's like the wrestling <laughs> manager. Like the monkey is Paul Heyman, and hopefully, and like <laughs> the dog. How long have we been talking about monkey? The movies? dog it's is been a long time. It's been like twenty minutes. The I dog think. is like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> just never speaks at any point. It just stands in the ring while the monkey is like, "Ladies and gentlemen, my client Russell is going to destroy you." Um, but that's weird that they own a wrestling arena. Like you'd think you could do more things with an arena. Yeah, than that just doesn't. Have that's a not. Ring. That's it's not like something that exists. Thing, like, yeah. yeah. I feel like maybe the Von Erichs in Texas, <laughs> the Sportatorium or whatever. I feel like that's like the last like wrestling specific arena. Or I guess Full Sail is kind of uh, yeah. wrestling specific. Well, it's all, no, that's also like. Um, I don't even think that's like an arena. That's like yeah, at a like college. A, yeah, it's just like a training center. Yeah, Why didn't there. they just sell the arena? It's at a university. Yeah. Wouldn't that have made a lot more sense than involving like a dog and a talking monkey? Uh, no. 
this is more fun. Yeah. So wait, you didn't. Wow. So this is a Hollywood like a real movie. Yeah. yeah. Who's who's uh, who got it's, top billing? It stars John Ratzenberg. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, or John Ratzenberger rather. Yeah, Ratzenberger. And uh, Fred Willard is also in it. Is John? <laughs> is John? Rat- isn't Fred Willard in? John Ratzenberger uh, was the uh, Slinky Dog from Toy Story, right? Former yes. tag team partner of uh, the Miz, John Morrison, is nice. also in it. Probably as a wrestler who gets beaten by the dog. I heard he's priming for a WWE return. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, but yes, Fred Willard, John Ratzenberger. Wow. It sounds so it is great. sort of like a real movie, which is almost insane when you think <laughs> of the number of talented people that have written scripts that have never gotten made. And, and this God. one seems like it was written <laughs> oh, I wasn't talking about you, Stephen. I'm just talking about multiple other people who okay. have done. Okay. Yeah, no, your <laughs> script was like, whatever. I mean, it, I'm just going to rip off a Band-Aid for you, Stefan, okay? Everybody has a henchman workplace comedy, so... <laughs> We've <I'm> all <laughs> written one. <laughs> yeah, everyone's Apparently. written one, yeah. so... <laughs> Jeez. That was still the funniest... That was one of the funniest shade-throwing tweets of all time. That was really weird. Yeah, it I'm was still, so like, weird. Not quite over it. <laughs> Who said that again? Uh, uh, writer for Rick third? and Morty. Oh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was a little strange. It was really strange. It's kind of like out of the blue. Out of the blue. Super subtweety. Oh, like that was like the subtweet the of all subtweets. Yeah, it was so funny. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I guess he was just mad that you got a write up on a website. Like he didn't. That was before that, I think. Oh actually. really? Yeah. He's probably mad that you have friends. <laughs> Honestly, if you looked at his profile picture, <laughs> I don't remember his name, but it was like this guy makes sense. Well, know. he's a subtweeter, right? Yeah, I, exactly. I I never subtweet. <laughs> it's uh, it's a Stefan promise. I subtweet often, and when I say subtweet, I mean sandwiches. You tweet, a, you tweet about sandwiches? I, I was just a joke. That's in the Russell Mania script. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just giving you a sample joke from what would be in that. That's how... Uh, can you look up the trailer for that, actually? Yeah, I can. Yeah, that'd be Sh- great. Can we hear some of it yeah. right Let's now? watch that. I wonder if they have an IMDb message board for this. What's it called again? <laughs> Russell what? It's called Russell Mania. Russell Madness. Uh, it does have an IMDb message board. Oh, yeah, board. Russell Madness. Oh, my God. And it, they really copy... Like, it looks like... Have you seen the cover? Yes. The strongest like, tag team is family. <laughs> is that the tagline? The tag they line. are blatantly ripping the WrestleMania, WrestleMania yeah. logo. I'm, I'm honestly surprised they didn't get sued. I'm also just surprised for that. that Vince McMahon didn't like uh, do this himself. All right, let's like take a <laughs> listen to some of the trailer. I'm lucky to get through a ship without a disaster. My bargain detergent. I'm guessing this is, so not, this is not. <laughs> I love the IMD so me- B message board for this movie. Only has six posts on it. I've never seen anything clean, like this in my life, and only one of them has a reply. Here it is. From Airbud Studios. Some would say I come from humble beginnings. That is until I met the Ferraros. That was the day everything changed. He's out! How would you like to be a wrestler? That was the monkey who asked that. <laughs> Wait, can the dog talk the, too? I think the dog can also speak, and the dog won that wrestling match by dropping a banana peel in the ring that the heel slipped over. I wonder if my buddy Ryan worked on this, because he worked on the most recent uh, Airbud production, which was like monkey business or monkey in around or something. Uh, nice. Well, I'll look into that in a moment. Yeah, I can, I'll ask him. The name's Punk. Yes! There he is, the newest YouTube sensation. Russell, look out! It's okay. (laughs) John Morrison just did like a flip off the top rope. 
onto the dog. <laughs> Can we get that clip uh, of the guy? Can you replay the part where the guy says, Russell, look out. That's what he's shouting because the guy's going to do like a moonsault onto him. Okay, well, I'll, I'll turn it on my computer so Stefan and I can watch this also. Uh, IMDb message board for Russell Madness. Netflix is the title of the post by Garcia, Matthew R. Netflix estimated this as five stars for me. They were wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. Russell, look out! I think I'm actually... <laughs> Russell, look, can we like just edit, save that little clip as like a soundboard thing that yeah. we can just play every so often? Russell, look out! <laughs> this is ridiculous. There, yeah, there's... Oh! oh. <laughs> it's okay, Russ. He cheated. You actually think this dog belongs to you. Russell will do battle with the hammer in a rematch. <laughs> If he wins, we keep Russell. <laughs> my yard pooch. <laughs> oh my god. The strongest tag team is family. <laughs> this is insane. We gotta watch this. We gotta watch this sometime as an episode of this show. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. That uh... that's hilarious. Oh my god, that's too. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. My buddy Ryan says no. They wrapped that up right before I started. I was on Monkey Up and Pop Star. Pop Star. Pop Star. Yeah. Nice. That's I about like uh, that. it's about a puppy that gets into porn. Is it no? <laughs> no, of course oh. it's like a pop star. Well, I don't know. That'd yeah. be frigging great. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I wonder how much money this made. Well, I think we found the name of our episode. <laughs> Russell Madness. Russell Madness. Oh, I was going to say Dead Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or that. With help from its siblings, a talking monkey goes on the run from a greedy businessman. That is the uh, tagline for Monkey Up. That sounds like it could be the tagline for Russell Mania as well, or Russell Madness. <laughs> like like how, all those movies. I like how, uh, like... I'm assuming John Morrison got the win over Russell. Yeah, he like kicked the <laughs> shit out of the dog. It's a Jack Russell Terrier. <laughs> they were like, it's okay. It's just because he cheated. We get to have a rematch. How did he cheat? Is he body slammed a dog? <laughs> he the shit out of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> this is sports, right? Yeah. The We Hate Movies podcast actually uh, reviewed it. <laughs> okay, I should give that a listen yeah. then. I enjoy their show. Um, That's so funny. <laughs> it's uh, it doesn't appear that there's any like I can't find any box office numbers for. Th- oh, here we go. Straight to DVD. Uh, oh boy! It made forty three thousand at the international box office, but it was straight to DVD where it made one point one million. That's still. That's a lot of money for. It's more money than Russell it should have ever made. But I also liked how they yelled "WrestleMania" <laughs> during the trailer, yeah, well, but then couldn't call the movie that. According to the IMDb thing, they, his wrestling name is Russell Maniac. Okay. So I guess that's why they just that felt like okay, we can't. <laughs> oh, and his the monkey coach's name is Hunk, which is not at all close to Hulk. <laughs> And the monkey is voiced by Will Sasso yeah. also. Of course really? it is. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? So uh, this has been a rollicking start to the show so far. Um, <laughs> We've done I'm, I'm asking Ryan to send us like any trivia about working on all of movies, our. So. Uh, yeah, all of our listeners have left. Now. We, we just, just did a 25-minute chunk yeah. on... We just followed up our most downloaded episode of all time <laughs> by talking about every movie with a monkey in it ever made. <laughs> Well, we didn't start with the originals. Clint Eastwood had a monkey in the movies yeah. with him. Any and, which uh, way you can and uh, any which way but loose. There you go. 
and uh, that was like I think kind of the first, right? First sort of monkey movie. The first so. monkey in a movie? Not ever. I obviously, mean, King Kong. What, what was the What was the first title? Uh, Any which way you can. That's the sequel. I said them in the wrong order. Okay. Yeah. Any which way you can. That's what the they said to the zookeeper. They're like, <laughs> how, take this guy out. Any which way you can. <laughs> how should, should I, I use the tranquilizer? <laughs> Any which way you can. Oh man. That's good stuff. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> what you may have noticed is that there was no advertisement in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. Of so this, this is what happens instead. Someone please sponsor this <laughs> podcast. We're gonna post a picture on the blog. I was showing the guys before the show. The white caps got drawn in a Champions League group with the Trinidad and Tobago champions, FC Central. And uh, they don't have a sponsor. So they used the Champions League draw to demonstrate that by having their player pose with a blank jersey that says, your logo here. And blank it. jersey is being probably overly kind. Blank also. t-shirt. Jersey. It yeah. was a t-shirt. Like, yeah. It was a white t-shirt with the team logo on it and then a big thing on the front that like said, your logo here. Stefan, so, you just came from a Beer Salona game I, I did yeah practice it was a, no, it was last game. game of the season okay yeah and would you say that the jersey that you are currently wearing is higher quality than the your yes. logo here yeah. t-shirt definitely no question yeah <laughs> and uh yeah so unless there is an obscure company in trinidad and tobago called your logo here in a blank box that's <laughs> their logo <laughs> i'm guessing that they're looking for sponsorship just like us. we should get sponsored by Airbud studios yeah they have a studio in vancouver yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did the they did the football one at my high school. Really, yeah. we well, should. Ryan did send us some trivia. They Perfect. should. They so should go. do a movie where the dog is a podcaster, and they'll just call it Dogcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, paw de cast. Oh, yeah, that's that. better than mine. Yeah. See, this is the reverse of the Kimbo Slice thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ryan says on air, bud. Oh, that's even podcast. Better. Yeah. <laughs> air pod. Okay, let's keep. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan says they originally wanted to call it WrestleMania, confirming our, our theory. Obviously, <laughs> and they even went as far as commissioning a song, <laughs> but changed the name last minute, fearing a lawsuit. So, so <laughs> wow! So that really put the Jonas they, Brothers. They out commissioned of work. a song. Uh, the co- the song was called WrestleMania. I'm gonna ask him right now. What Probably. Was, what was the song like? I, and if you can get us a copy of it, <laughs> oh my I'm Forever God. grateful. The dive. The dives this week are deep. Um, <laughs> that it's that a good is. start to the episode. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we don't have any sponsors, but if you would like to help the podcast, Justin, how could a listener help us out? Well, you the, could the, uh, double, the double segue. Yeah, you, you could Team head work. over to www.patreon.com/slash/realgoodshow and donate to our Patreon campaign. Which, after last week when I expressed sadness that I had no names to announce, uh, we got a big boost. Really, in the Patreon front. Whoa, so, we're rich. Yeah, lots of names to announce oh, on that let's front. Please do it. Right now, oh, uh, I'm gonna go look at this patreon.com. What are we up to here? I have no idea. Um, that's why I'm looking. $374 a month. Holy shit, guys. We're doing right. it. We're living life here, boys. It's crazy. This it's, is real. It's crazy. Buy, I that, could buy like a PS4 game and you guys owe me money. No problem. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, Gaetan Duga, who of course was one of our original donors, upped okay. his pledge level to 15. So wow. We could get one of our t shirts when they are printed. Awesome. They are on their way. We have the design. Yes. Yeah, the design Mine is done. Adrian we'll Spencer soon. Smith just pledged $4. Excellent. I will personally, um, just so you know, I'm not going to say both your last names. So if you could please tweet at the show and tell us which you prefer. 
Spencer or Smith. I'm not going for both. Spencer's on a last name. That's the first name. Oh, was, I, was, I, I thought it was hyphenated. Adrian Spencer Smith. Yeah, there yes. you go. It's a hyphenated last yeah, name. Yeah, so you're going to have to choose one. Do you like Sp- your mom? I'm, j- I'm just saying Spencer's not a last name. Yeah, but it is, though. No. Yeah. No. Ever, Marks and Spencer? Yeah, that's Marks. There's two there's Marks. There's two Marks. And there's a Spencer. And there's one Spencer. Thank you, Justin. We're anyway, on the same page here. Obviously. Just tell us whether you like your mom or your dad more, and we will say that name <laughs> because we're not going to say both. It's too long. Damon Gilmore also pledged this uh, month. Damon. Nice. Thank you, Damon. Good friend of mine. Went to university with him. One of the funniest guys I know, and actually I think we should have him on the show. Perfect. He is legitimately hilarious. Well, he has a great last name. His his name is only three letters away from Doug Gilmore, yep. so I do appreciate that. I believe he has an I want to say he's an uncle or his dad is named Doug. One of the two. I think it's his Beautiful. uncle. He'll, he'll let us know. Love so. everything about him. Yeah. Rinse and Pie also donated this All week, right. which I don't think is a real name, but Who? we'll take it nevertheless. Rin Senpai. Rin Senpai? Yeah. Well, uh, it could be. I mean, we don't know, but we should definitely say they, they need to... Well, they, they follow a, me on, I think, my hockey account and my... They, yes. need, a, yes. they need a name. <laughs> they need an English name. An English name. I'm going to say, let's go with Jackson Johnson. Jackson Jackson Johnson. Johnson. That is about as middle America as it gets. So thank you for your donation, Jackson Johnson. And Rick Uribe also pledged this Oh, nice. Brother of famous pitcher Juan Uribe. He's not a pitcher. He's like a second baseman, isn't he? No. Well, there was a pitcher before him. Oh, was there? Yeah. Juan Uribe. I'm thinking of the White Sox player. Yeah. There's two. I think that's his son. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe, but there's definitely a pitcher as well as the current second ba- or third baseman. Third baseman, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that you could also help the show, of course. Well, I just, than... just want to say thank you to all of them. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank very you. Cool. We, you guys are good people. We very much appreciate really it. We really appreciate you. Damon, keeping, let's grab a beer sometime. We just... Keeping the lights on, as we say yeah. in this business. Absolutely. Um, we're happy to do this, but it's even better when we get paid for it. So I'll... Thanks go to you people for making this <laughs> All happen. your thanks are belong to us. <laughs> uh, you can also support the program, of course, by heading online to the iTunes store and leaving a review, rating and reviewing the program in the iTunes store. We like to check in on that with a segment that we call Review Review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Whoa, that was almost exactly the same time. Five stars. This is awesome. Worst episode ever. This week's review comes to us from Spackman Hartley uh, in the American iTunes store. He writes, real good. I don't live in Canada or watch hockey, but this is pretty hilarious. Am I okay? Five stars. No. No, you're not. But no thank one you for listens, the review. Yeah, <laughs> no one who listens to this podcast on a regular basis is okay. Uh, yeah, probably safe to say. I might be wrong. I felt like there was a one Uribe that was a pitcher, but I could be wrong. Just so I'm just before I'm getting at. I getting bet you there was another me. pitcher named Juan. Like yeah. His <laughs> first name is Juan. I can yeah, almost I could, guarantee I, Juan that. Juan Guzman, famous Jays pitcher with the blue glove. Uh, is he related to Luis? Luis Guzman. Guzman. Yeah, I don't know. Famous character actor. I doubt it. Oh. Seems there's probably unlikely. a lot of Guzmans. Yeah, I guess so. Many. There's Guzman. a lot of Guzmen. <laughs> the plural of Guzman. Guzmen. Yeah. Guzmen. <laughs> Have I talked about this on the show before? Guaranteed. That, that was like that's like a wedding hashtag. Luis. Like a, a person who's Guzman 
like he takes a picture with all his groomsmen and he's like, these are the goosemen. The goosemen, groomsmen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Luis Guzman is on Narcos. And okay. It, it really makes it feel like uh, <laughs> like Medellin, the, the show, <laughs> the movie from Entourage, basically. Because <laughs> every time he appears, and he gives a fine performance, but all I can think about is uh, drama just being like, hey, baby bro, like, Luis, gotta get him in the movie. Like... Um, anyways, I might just edit out that whole thing that <laughs> I just talked about. Oh, that was fine. Keep it in. That's quality podcasting. <laughs> Keep it in. It's what the fans want. I don't know if I've talked about that before, though. Regardless. Oh, my God. Did he just send us a link to the song? <laughs> Did, we? Did it ever get printed? Well, ever... I don't know. He just sent me a YouTube link. I got to see what it is here. So it must have gotten. Well, I I don't know. This could be a game. Ch- oh, my God. The Russell Madness theme song. Is it a private YouTube? Uh, let's see. I'm yeah, gonna, why gonna... is it just on YouTube if they commissioned it? Well, I'm going to message it to you guys right now, and we'll we'll listen together. Oh, God. Because I'm on my phone, like I said. So Man, we're in a gotta... deep uh, we're in a deep dive this week. I like it. This is, a, this is like my favorite episode of all time so far. <laughs> <laughs> Only three thumbs down. And 101 thumbs up. Pretty sure it's just that for another two minutes. Yeah, probably. It's a great theme song. It is. It, do, it but this seems like it was in the movie. Like I don't think this would be the one that they commissioned, or maybe they. Well, maybe they change it to Maniac though, or something. Yeah, probably. yeah. I think they just slid a like a, yeah. a cut on the yeah. end of yeah. WrestleMania because it definitely sounds like she's singing WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, can you just play the Triple H theme song right now for no apparent reason? Because <laughs> I just clicked on it from the side link and I want to listen to it. Time to play Time the game. Time to play the game. I thought you were going to play the one that's like, want to? Is this song? No. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but I got my dick out right now. It's all about the game <laughs> and how you play it. Oh, I, w- I want to be like a wrestling fan now. Right? That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? This, yeah. Oh, the song? Yeah, Triple H has just had Motorhead themes forever. No, I'm talking about the, the dog. Oh, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the Nakamura yeah. theme song. I mean, if that doesn't get your blood, if that doesn't get a little blood flow in your pee-pee, then you got some issues. It, it does. Is, get it some blood flowing in my wonderful. little pee-pee. Get some blood in the pee-pee. <laughs> Get uh, some blood in the pee-pee. Well, um, now that we are 40 minutes into the I'm, show. I'm playing the Nakamura thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you can already feel this in your in your in in the cockles of your heart. Oh, yeah. And it's like a crazy, charismatic Japanese guy comes out to this. We played it on the show before. I think we have. But it was outro music to an episode. Yeah. some trans-Siberian orchestra shit right here. Let's go to Siberia, motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfucker. Motherfucker. This needs lyrics by yeah, me. I know. Motherfucker. <laughs> Nakamura. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Did you write the Nakamura. WrestleMania <laughs> lyrics too? I did. 
Yeah. Champion. <laughs> Gonna be a champion. Gonna be a champion. The best part of that was his entrance song referenced his like internet status. It was like he's an internet sensation. <laughs> champion. Yeah, it's an internet sensation. Really? Internet yeah. sensation. Uh, <laughs> champion. Well, we've talked about sports. We have. Yeah. Well, the Stanley Cup finals champion. are in full swing right now. Champion. Um, <laughs> I don't even think that's the I, right song. I'm just singing words can now. Can I turn John's mic off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy now. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Well, we could do the clip of the week. Though. Yeah, I guess we could. Yeah, this is a pretty yeah, awkward segue on my part. I'm not the segue <laughs> expert here. but That's all right. <laughs> then yeah. again, we did talk about a segue expert last week who drove it off a cliff. So. That's yes, true. Exactly. Well, so, yeah, segue owner. So, I, I would assume he's an expert. The owner of segue. But yeah, yeah, you would think so, yeah. You'd have to think. That well, not necessarily because the Aquilini's own a hockey team, and I wouldn't call them hockey experts. That's true. Did you yeah. see? Uh, okay, the so those of you that don't live in Vancouver, there the Aquilini's are developers, and they're currently building a building onto Rogers Arena, where the Canucks play. Where the Canucks play, and I believe it's called Aquilini Three Sixty because I saw posters for it today, and uh, the slogan is. Uh, something like, how would you feel if every day was game day? And terrible. I'm like, That's horrible. Especially, would, especially next to Rogers Arena yeah, of all places. For a house. Like, who, no, I, this is my home. I don't <laughs> want it to feel like game day every day. That's, Someday I want home day. That's legitimately my worst nightmare, <laughs> that every day I'm just going to have drunk, screaming fans outside of my apartment. Yeah, someday, no. Some days it also feels like a concert, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some days it feels like concert day. Some days it feels like Beyonce day. Some days it feels like a preseason basketball game. <laughs> Wait, what's the... Uh, uh, what's the building called? Uh, I think it's called Aquilini 360, I want to say. They named I it saw. for how many years until the Canucks win a Stanley Cup? <laughs> <laughs> I do this thing where I know what it was, but I want you to like set it up for me again. It's, it's. I mean, you know, I'm not like an expert. I think it was here, called Aquilini 360. Okay, yeah, but uh, you don't have to set it up again. Oh, I sorry. I thought, I thought no, you no, wa- no, no, but I'm saying like I do this thing where like I, like I knew what the building was called, but I was like, Kind of subtly, like Sean, like what, what was the building called? Their next building oh, is right. going to be called Aquilini. It's going to be called one. Aquilini Three Sixty. Aquilini One. Yeah, Aquilini One is the next building. Okay, why is it called Aquilini One? Because <laughs> the previous one was called Three Sixty. Oh, because they want. Oh, going by the, the logic by of my Xbox. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh! Jesus Christ! I thought you were saying because then the Canucks would win a cup in one year. Ooh, no, no, no. Boy. I was making it's a video it, game. Was making Ooh, a, they named yeah. it after their Xbox. Yeah, why didn't they go with Three Sixty One? realistically i think it's called that but i don't know i can't find anything online that uh that is that suggests it's called 360 so i hope i hope they sell up. the team as soon as the building's done because <laughs> they're like i've heard people say that online and you the, know. The, that's the the whole plan yeah because oh they're, they're not really like planning long term with the canucks right now wouldn't you say uh yeah I would say oh so. sorry it's going to be called aquilini center oh that's even worse yeah so i guess that means they're going to trade it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was great thank you that was good thank you thank you thank you uh speaking of we could follow up on that story a little <laughs> bit uh we talked of course about jared mccann getting traded to the wait Florida when we're gonna do Panthers. the clip of the week yeah we'll do that in a second oh, okay well, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> we'll, talk, <laughs> this is, 
This episode is so good. No, this is such a good episode. It's the worst episode of all time. (laughs) This is my favorite one. Uh, Jared McCann (laughs) got traded to the Florida Panthers for Eric Goodbranson. Congratulations. We cried about that last week. And uh, as what always happens uh, when a player is traded away, perhaps surprisingly, stories have trickled out since then about how Jared McCann was actually a piece of shit. And it's a good thing we got rid of him because he has serious character flaws. Uh, You know what's surprising to me is that Ian McIntyre went on the radio today and denied that. Really? Yeah. That is weird. Because you'd think he'd be like... He is the shill. Going, yeah, exactly. He's in the market. be like, right? it was so. weird. One time I was on fire in the Canucks dressing room. <laughs> Jared McCann wouldn't piss on me to put it out. He had a big bucket in his hands, and he yeah. said, nah. This is my shower. I mean, there have been rumors about McCann being kind of a prick, but he's a 19-year-old playing in the NHL. Yeah. Like, who cares what do you yeah, expect i was a prick when i was 19 and i <laughs> was uh, not a pro athlete exactly i was I, a university student. i had nothing going on and i was a prick when i was 19 so you know you know who's, I'm a prick you, know right who's now. Like a, you know who's a huge prick <laughs> patrick kane is a huge prick yeah and he's yeah. won what three stanley cups probably as a tiny prick though well <laughs> am i right well like what do you expect from people who like their whole lives have been told like how great they are and not just being told it, but like life also confirms it when yeah. you get drafted in the first round. Well, but Benning, Benning spearheaded and make the NHL before you're 20 yeah, exactly. years old. Exactly, he's 19, right? Benning spearheaded the Sagan trade too for like the same reasons, basically. Yeah, because he liked to party. It's like uh, we he's like, also we really like to party. he's also we really really like good at hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what? Like, I guess we'll weigh. He's kind of a dick. He's really good at hockey. Okay, <laughs> but we're, then we're going also, with the dick category. I here. feel like. Uh, Sagan now is like pretty well known as being like a pretty good character, right? Like he's really like a though? good guy yeah, in the locker room. I think, yeah, because like he's like he still parties. Yeah, yeah, but like, like my impression of the Dallas Stars is like they're a really fun team, but they are like the broiest bros. Oh yeah, they're broy, the but like, but Sagan like he brought that girl who had the sign for her 16th birthday. Like he brought her back and like yeah, but her but he didn't know she was 16. Yeah, she said it on the <laughs> sign. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's kind of repaired his character a little bit. Maybe he still likes the cocaine, but I don't know, man. I feel like if you're that hard of a party or you just can't lead the NHL in scoring, no one can be that talented anymore. Like the league is just too Uh, good. Patrick Kane. I think he works a lot. He does party a lot, though, too. Yeah, but I don't... Do you think he just parties in the offseason? I don't think he's partied as much as he used to. He's cut down Maybe only in the offseason, exactly. Like, I think that's the thing. The guys will go hard in the offseason, but... Go up to the cottage? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mike Richards' cottage is still one of the best things I've ever seen. I would love to go there. I mean, it lost a little bit of its luster when I learned it was like a a run house for for oxycodone or whatever (laughs) he was dealing with. It was like an opium den. Yeah, yeah, exactly. An opium den on Lake Muskogee. <laughs> uh, but the player who Lake Muskoka, who, who, <laughs> <laughs> the player who came out and uh, said that McCann is a dick is Andre Padan, who, who's like not even on the team. Yeah, you let he play like a seven games. Well, this is one of my favorite things, and you, I think you see it a lot more in hockey, especially you see it in baseball, I guess too. But where a player who's not from Canada or the U.S. goes back home and just assumes that like. We don't know how to, like, translate interviews, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And they'll just, like, talk so much shit in, like, Swedish or Russian. Or yeah. Like, yeah. well, they're not going to figure this out. And, I mean, I, that's a fairly mm. accurate assessment with Jim Benning. Like, if Andre Padan's like, if I talk in Russian, Jim Benning's not going to be able to figure out what I'm saying. He's probably right. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, when the words are translated, it's the only guy in Canucks I couldn't get along. 
And so, he, he called him a lonely star. Yeah, a lonely star. He acted like a lonely star. Did he mean yeah. Lone Star or like what? If it if he meant Lone Star, that'd be way cooler. Uh, but but you, Andre Panon. Well, I, I yeah, I messaged you earlier, right? You're gonna say yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he got sent down to the ECHL by the Islanders due to like character concerns, which is amazing. If you like get sent down because you have a bad attitude when you don't even speak English. <laughs> Like if they're like this guy's yeah, attitude really sucks, go. and you can't speak. Yeah, that's impressive. Really actually, that's go. kind of impressive. I almost, I would want that on my team. Almost, <laughs> he's, he's such just, like a spectacular <laughs> dickhead. He just it just crosses asshole. all language boundaries. <laughs> I don't get that feeling from Trampkin. From what I've heard, he's like a fun guy, and he's he's got a tiny dog, and he's really big. So. But uh, like last week, we were talking about like I really hope that something comes out about, I feel like we were talking about this after the episode was over. Like the stories will come out like, you know, Oh yeah, he was partying all the time. And like he, he orchestrated the entire like rookies hanging out with Justin Bieber thing. And then when the Padan story came out and it's like, Oh, he was just big timing everyone and felt like he was too good for the place. I really desperately wanted a story where, like, Justin Bieber is like, oh, yeah, I hung out with those guys. And, like, Jake Vertanen was really nice, but Jared McCann just kept calling me son over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) And isn't Bieber, like, 22? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Just big timing, everybody. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Well, here's the exact quote, and it's even funnier. McCann was the only oh. guy in Canucks I couldn't get along. Sometimes he acted like he's the lonely star here. This is the one from uh, Barthkow- Barkowski's mom, though, on the mother's road trip when she was talking on the radio. And she was hilarious, obviously. Yeah, we talked about that one. And I think happened. we played some for her clips. Yep. But this is the quote about McCann, which is, Every guy in the Canucks is the nicest guy. Oh, my God, except that little 19-year-old. What's his name? <laughs> so, connect the dots. I don't know. Did Beth Bartkowski see, predict this trade? See, now I think he is a dick because McIntyre denied it and said he wasn't a dick. Yeah. Which means he is a dick. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, Logically probably. speaking. But speaking of centers that the Canucks have traded, ah. in our clip of the week. Ah. Uh, we the double segue nice. to the Good clip seg. of the week. I like it. We, <laughs> we hear from uh, a player who, of course is making the Canucks management look very embarrassed this week. Not that that's like hard this, to do. This pl- postseason run, we'll say, given that, you know, he's, he's like been 20 on fire. Points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick Bonino is the gentleman's name, and you're going to hear it quite a bit in this uh, Hockey Night Punjabi commentary clip. Uh, it is our clip of the week. Nick Bonino! I think I speak for everyone when I say I'm watching the game in Punjabi tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. It is actually the best. Yeah. And to me, it's like the most Canadian thing imaginable. <laughs> yeah. It's all about like multiculturalism and like integrating into the culture. Exactly. Like, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And, and you can tell that they are going out of their way to make like rhyming 
analogies, like jokes during their calls. Yeah. yeah. Almost every single Punjabi goal call I've ever heard. I don't know what they're saying, but I know that it rhymes and it's like phrased as like a couplet. Yeah. So it's obviously like a joke. And I'm impressed just well, by it's, the structure it's like, of it. It's like it. the hockey equivalent mm-hmm. of like the Mexican soccer announcers. Yeah, exactly. Who, who yell goal for like goal! five minutes, right? Because we don't really have that in hockey. So I think this is the... <laughs> I knew that would happen as soon as I <laughs> brought it up. Golazo, 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 goal! But they're great. Yeah, and I think like we, we mentioned this on the Facebook page, but I'm pretty sure we can say it, is that the Hockey Night in Canada Punjabi team is like the official announcing team of Real Good Show. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. And also, um, for our Southern American listeners, uh, Punjab is a language uh, that is native to uh, India. It's like, an area of India. And uh, that's the that's the dialect. Work Speaking of, of Punjab, did I tell you guys that um, w- one of the customers? Can we play that one more time. I want to yeah, hear it again. Yeah, and I just want to point out, like, just from the uh, like the intonation and like the the beat of it, I can tell that like what he says about the goal is like, if there's a rookie you can't stand, you must trade Jared McCann. Like that sort <laughs> that's of the thing. rhyme, I think for sure. Yeah. You have to think too that Benino must be close to a Punjabi word. Would be my guess. Yeah, because it just rolls. Because the they tongue. just yeah, it's yeah. rolling so many times. Here we go. How many times do you say? Did you skip the Benino part? I think you might have skipped yeah, you skip yeah. it. You gotta go back to the beginning. Here we go. Okay, let's count this. Kumintana Samabakia Kargego Banino 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 Neck Banino There you go. So that's ten Baninos in a row and then followed by a Nick Banino. And then with his Nick voice Benino cracking later. at the end. Yeah, yeah. that's Benino. fantastic. So eleven Baninos total. Those guys are great. Like yeah. they're just uh, it's awesome. I, like I know everything I I talk about is like hidden in behind like layers cynicism of irony and, and cynicism irony. and everything. But those guys are fantastic. Yeah, it's and great. I love them. I love it. And of course, thank you to Mike Fail for posting that in our mm-hmm. Facebook group this week. I thank think you, Mike. that. Uh, yeah, I just I think too. Like, pardon me. So much of like American media is all about like broadcasters can't be excited. You know, or like they have to be neutral and they have to be like, I, I know that broadcasters do get excited about big goals, but it never feels like that. Or not even like broadcasters. There's like this <clears throat> big, like journalists can't like, especially sports journalists, yeah. can't like convey emotion. Yeah. Because to be the, neutral. You yeah, can't have a favorite team. You can't have uh which is stupid, especially or just w- like Bruce Arthur was like tweeting about the the NBA playoffs, Toronto versus Cleveland. The games in Cleveland still had like a strong showing from Raptors fans and like the place was buzzing and he tweeted about that and people were like, God, are you a journalist or a fan? It's like what the fuck, man? Like You can be both It's a basketball game. Like yeah. This is not politics. Or when they cynically post about it, where they'll be like, ooh, like, especially at the Olympics, like, there'll be a hockey game, Canada will be playing Slovenia or something, and then someone will inevitably sarcastically tweet, like, ooh, the Slovenian announcers were pretty excited when they scored that goal. No shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, okay. It was 11 nothing. Now it's 11 to 1. Pretty big moment. It's like for the Slovenia. greatest moment in their country's yeah. history. <laughs> and, like, the <laughs> yeah. Olympics, it doesn't even make sense because, like, 
I can pretend that I'm not a fan of the Canucks. Oh, I can too. <laughs> like when we talk about oh, them every week. That's what on the Olympics the show. are great for. It's the only thing I've been able to cheer for. But I can't pretend that I'm not Canadian. Like, are you, what? Yeah. Who's that for? Yeah. Like that's what I don't. That's what I'm saying. It's like, for that's a what I don't specifically understand. Canadian audience, also. But the thing. Oh, here's what's funny. The people who get mad about that are also the people who are like, "Hey, stick to sports." <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'm sticking to sports. Oh, uh, not. Don't stick that much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Stick Pe- less. People are just looking for something to be mad about all yeah. the time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. As we demonstrate well, every week we when I yell about things on this show. We got mad about monkey movies. <laughs> I don't. Know, I wouldn't say we got mad about it. We uh, talked about it a lot. I mean, it's very possible we got mad in there somewhere. Well, mad is in like we're mad for it. And That's you know true. We're I mean? like, like we're crazy. We're crazy. For I'm these. crazy for yeah. monkey movies. Yeah. Um, I have mania. I have Russell mania. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Russell maniac. Man, that's, a, that's a dog, but You're a Russell maniac. But I, I wanted to talk uh, about sports for bunny a little bunny bit bunny 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 before we do the mailbag and get out of here. Uh, which is like bandwagoning has become a hot button issue in the playoffs. Again this year, as hockey playoffs or NBA playoffs, both, but okay. especially More in NBA. the NBA, yeah. where people are like, "Yeah, you like the Golden State Warriors? Tell me one thing about this player from their 1998 roster." It's like, mm. he's probably not in the NBA anymore. Yeah, you got me. Damn it, <laughs> I just don't understand like that level of revulsion to being pissed about someone liking a team that is fun to watch. Because I know that sometimes we forget, as fans of losing teams, that sports are supposed to be fun. Are they? Yes. What? Yes. You tune in to watch no. them, are you? not no, as a no, form no, of no, self-punishment, no, 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 no. but because that's what you want to do. You are we, want are we, to spend are we talking about the same sports here? Watching something that is fun. This are, and the Golden State Warriors. Sorry, sorry I just want. This is sports. Yes. We're talking about. Yes. Sports are like not the fun. sports that we. Okay. <laughs> The sports no, that we no, get together no, 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 to no. talk about every week. You know really? what's funny? So you made your like uh you made your Golden State nineteen ninety eight joke. They actually had a lot of like very well known players on that <laughs> team. They had Muggsy Bogues, Eric Dampier, Anton Jameson, uh Donnell Danielle Marshall. Tony Delk. Uh Tony Delk, John Starks. Donald Foyle. Uh and Spreewell was on that team too, but he got traded. Regardless, but yeah, I know what you're saying. It's Those like, were ugly jerseys too. Back oh, then, too. brutal jerseys! It was the yeah. guy like holding the lightning bolt or something. Yeah, or, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, but I mean, come on, Justin, you don't know who Bimbo Coles is. Come on, <laughs> you can't recognize him from a photo. Yeah, like it's obviously Bimbo Coles. You fuck stick. Now I haven't seen this, so I can't say if it doesn't exist. But I don't think anybody is out there being like, "Oh yeah, Golden State fan since day one." Like. No, they're a fun team to watch, and so people are watching Well, them. they're too busy just having fun watching the team to be like, yeah, I've been a fan since the beginning. Yeah. You yeah. I, I think, like, I was saying this to Justin before we recorded, I get it on one level because they're especially, like, a franchise that was, like, the league. Like, it was, they were the joke of the league for years. It's been, like, them and the Clippers have been, like, the joke of the league for, like, as long as I've been alive. And so I can sort of get it in that sense of like, you know, I've been around forever. My fandom hasn't wavered. I've been there through all the lean years. So like, you know, kind of like, fuck you for being like, oh, Golden State's my number two team now because they're good. I sort of get it 
because you know I'm I've been a Leafs fan forever. I was saying this to Justin though. No one's gonna jump on the Leafs bandwagon, so I don't have to worry about that. You're either a Leafs fan or you hate them. There's no like people are gonna jump on. I'm telling you that as a they're going if they go on a run at some point. Yeah, in like the next two decades they are going to be like canada's team right. has a shot at i the do cup. feel like they're gonna be really fun to watch they, oh they are so i could see people and i think we were saying this before like it's a lot better when the leafs are fun to watch yeah true they're being you, forced down our throats yeah anyway, true so. well that's the thing is that's how you become a fan of a yeah. team anyways you have access to seeing their yeah, games they're good yeah like if you're gonna be a baseball fan in vancouver you're either gonna cheer for the mariners or the Blue Jays. Yeah. Not just because of regionalism, but that's because they're the only teams that are on TV and the every Mariners single week. aren't even on TV that often. Yeah. Like, if you're... When I they know, were good, though, they were on Sportsnet Pacific all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So if they got good again, then you would definitely see them be on TV that Sportsnet would try and pick up their rights or whatever. But yeah, so I just think it's like I can sort of understand it, but at the same time to actively be like... Well, you don't deserve to cheer for this team, or you don't deserve. It's like that to me is like who cares? Well, you know? I've been, it's I've like you t- can enjoy it, just enjoy it for you. If you've yeah. been a long-suffering fan of the and team, and this is yeah. like pure elation that nothing yeah. can compare to. Guess what? You still get to feel that. Yeah. Like no one is taking it away yeah. from and you by your being case, like. I enjoy this also. And in your case, it's going to be even bigger because you're going to have been there from the beginning. Like I know when the Leafs, if they ever make the Stanley Cup final, I'll be on the first plane back to Toronto. I'll be staying there the whole time they're in the Stanley Cup final. Just be soaking it in like because I've been there from the beginning and that's just the thing that you do. I'm not going to be like, oh, someone that likes the Canucks is saying the Leafs are their second team. Okay, I, I don't have time for you. I'm too busy doing whatever it is I'm doing. Like, but I just don't. I don't think. A, it's weird. I just don't think that people tune in to watch sports just for the sake of watching sports. Like every single round of the NHL playoffs so far. Right on this very show, I have pledged allegiance to a new team every oh, time. Are you Pittsburgh now? No, <laughs> because, <laughs> because they all have been knocked out. Now, because of Kyle Wellwood saying that Joe Thornton is the nicest guy right. ever. And You're going Sharks? Cup, I am joining you nice. on Team San I, Jose I am now. too, for the record. Fuck so. you. I've been a Sharks fan from the beginning, <laughs> you son of a bitch. From the beginning of this playoff <laughs> <Yeah>. run. <laughs> Exactly. But like I've been invested six weeks more than you. If you're gonna watch it, it's because you want some sort of rooting interest. Oh, hundred percent. Sports is drama, and to feel the drama, you need to want one result instead of the other. Hundred percent. So why do you think sports betting is like the biggest industry in the world? It's it's what allows you to create fandom where fandom doesn't exist. Yeah. Well, if I if this team wins. I'm going to win $5,000, and if they lose, I'm going to lose $2,000. Okay, great. Now I have someone to cheer for. Exactly. That's what I have. People always ask me what my favorite football team is, and I always say my fantasy football team. That's my favorite (laughs) team. That makes makes sense. Right, because – and that's pretty much what's gotten me into football. So – you know, I agree with you. I think it's sports are better when you have something to cheer for. Yeah. And people are going to find something to cheer for. I personally wanted OKC to win and last night. I le- I Golden State is super fun to watch, and I think the finals are going to be awesome. But I just thought it would have been a crazy upset, and it would have been, like we said, defying convention. And so. Russell Westbrook's fashion during the oh, NBA oh, finals would have been insane. Yeah. So Westbrook you is so funny. He would have stepped it up huge for all of those like oh, finals yeah. games. Absolutely. It would be all over TV. Like yeah. it, it already is, really, but 
Um, I was going to say, speaking of fantasy sports, uh, what happened to the guy who won our that bracket? Yeah, Tyler Walker. If yeah, you'd like to still... write that script, we don't have an advertiser at the moment, so we will read your script. Oh, and also the NHL. Someone's got to be close to have went to be close to winning that by now, no? Uh, you would think so, <laughs> but um, you know, I don't know. To me, like. A fan who wants to be that protective, it's like in music, if you have like a band that you like and they're not like super well known or whatever, but yeah. you somehow discovered their album or saw them live, and then like they put out another album that is like an explosive hit. It's the biggest record in the world. All their music is all over ads and shit. You don't get to like say to people who like that album that like you're not a real fan. Where were you? Like for me, that band is like Phoenix. I love Phoenix. Uh, and they me too. Great city became a big band when they put out like Listomania uh, and bankrupt. Their most recent album was a pretty big album too. But like, you know, I, their album before that was not called Listomania. What kind of fan are you? It's Wolf- called Wolfgang. Oh yeah, Amadeus Wolfgang Phoenix. Amadeus Phoenix. I think you're saying about guy. the song. I'm a think, huge yeah. Phoenix fan. I, can, I mean, I can't, don't know the names of their albums, but you know, pretty big fan. <laughs> it's never been like that. <laughs> is a fucking amazing record. Yeah, great song and, and album. Uh, like they blew up after that record. So that little band that I had that I could like play in the car on a road trip or show to people or whatever, it stopped being like a unique thing that I liked that not everyone has heard of in the world. I didn't get to be like, you motherfuckers, you think you like this band? What was the name of their single off their previous album? Like, no one fucking cares, man. It's good. People like good things. Yeah, man. So, uh, bandwagoning is cool. I think we're all okay with it. Yeah, everyone is. Yeah. That's the moral of the story here. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Bag. All right. Well, let's move on from that into the Twitter mailbag. It's letter time, it's letter time. Letter time. It, it, it's letter time. What am I reading? Letter time. Letter, letter, letter time. You've got mail. What am I reading? Next question. Stefan, anything good in the mailbag this week? Oh, we got some great questions because I asked for gorilla questions as well as sports questions. Oh, God. And there were a lot of gorilla We've questions. We've had so much gorilla talk. I feel like we can't even answer these questions. We're going to have to, John. Oh, I'm God. sorry. Uh, this is from at Mike Proper, and he asks, which of the following gorillas is still alive? Number one, the Cincinnati gorilla. No. <laughs> False. Okay. Yeah. That's the only... The, oh, the that was it's the only kind of It's kind of like a visual joke. You have to see it. I like it that we... Uh, the first one. I just want to get back to our bandwagoning topic. I like that we just brought it up to basically just say our opinion. That was that was a fun segment. Yeah, yeah. I like that segment. You're just like, let's talk about bandwagoning. My opinion is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was And wonderful. it is correct. Yeah. But I, I, that was really funny. We're, it was, it's like sort of a debate, but we didn't really even present a debate. We're just like bandwagoning. <laughs> cool. Well, Here's how we feel. It was a big thing with and Golden like State. It. Golden State it. is going to be in the final. I hope they win. It would be great. All right. But like... You don't want Amon Shumpert to win a NBA title? I think there's a difference between bandwagoning for the Warriors and like I don't want to talk about being a fan of Next whatever question. team LeBron plays for. Yeah, I agree. LeBron's a dummy. We got a sports question here. Let's do it. This is from uh, John on We Raver, very funny guy, and he asks, "Who would be a better hockey GM, 
Jim Benning or Harambe, the dead gorilla who got domed by a zoo special forces squad? Uh, the gorilla. Yeah, it's the gorilla. Because you think sure. the league, the league so. would have to like step in and like hire someone else. On, yeah, you on can't have a dead thing. Is yeah, exactly. I think if the gorilla was alive, the I like. I don't think like, you uh, could have an animal anyway. So for the it to be not only an animal but a dead animal, I feel like you're probably asking a lot. Uh, oh, actually, we, I wanted to bring this up earlier. This is from uh, Verviticus, and he asks, on a scale of one to ten. Uh, how much did Real Good Show's threat to own them at the Summer Summit make the Canucks cancel it? It's got to be 10. Because it they, happened like right after that episode yeah. was released. Immediately. And, a bun- 100%. and like, I and tweeted about it a bunch and a lot of people were tweeting about it a bunch. And we did talk about how last week's episode was like our biggest numbers download ever. It it it. Would I feel be. as though it at least affected it. So I feel like that those that number boost may have come from the Canucks front office passing the link it would around be and kind being of like, un- "Listen to this." Like you got to think that they do have people whose job it is to like consume local media to. You would see think what so, the, yeah, but for sure. So there, the chances that someone in the Canucks front office is listening to our podcast is actually probably pretty likely. But someone in the Canucks front office has definitely consumed Ian McIntyre. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a yeah. body snatcher it's sort of thing. They implanted a chip in his brain. <laughs> Everything about the Canucks is good. I do love that they actually did get. Like I, I made this joke earlier uh, on on the internet. Ooh. But uh, yeah, I know on HF boards actually. Whoa. But, uh, the Canucks canceling the Summer Summit is like literally the most progressive and forward-thinking thing <laughs> they've ever done. Yeah. Like well, didn't a, they have like seventeen team? summits last year? Well, yeah, which was so, so like they had it was summit, they had, like, like summit month. overload. Yeah, no. Yeah, so they're like, ah, oh, we did like ten of these last year. We'll get, we'll stop now. That's uh, probably smart. I yeah. got it. Do you have a question, Justin? Uh, this one comes from Sam Brunner, who writes, "What is your preferred method of killing gorillas?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna go throwback all the way to the first episode with a gun. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see your longtime listeners out there. That's not that's not for your bandwagoners. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, if you were here you for episode one, it. you'll get it. You'll, uh, you'll chuckle slightly more than. I'm yeah, going to go with yeah. poison. Poison? I girl. like a nice slow death. Uh, I'm going to push it down a lofty flight of stairs. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Do you think you could push a gorilla downstairs? Well, if it was like standing at the top of the stairs and, and not it's looking. back to me, yeah. I think I could push it. Yeah. That's, I don't, they're heavy it's as like, fuck. But it's like on the edge though, yeah, right? Yeah. If it I was just, like standing on the edge and you, and you ran into balance. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A running start, you should be able to shove a gorilla down a flight oh, of stairs. Man, that's a good question though. I don't know. No, if it's like kind of I'm on not even going to shove it. I'm going to do a running drop kick. Yeah, okay, that's Okay, that see, should do it. That should do it. <laughs> it should throw it up balance. They're heavy enough. as hell though. Well, yeah, they're like what? 1000 uh, pounds? Yeah. Yeah, but like if he's not just going to shrug me off. He's going to teeter a little bit. I don't think I can knock him down. Can I knock him down a flight of stairs? Yes. If he doesn't fall down the flight of stairs, you realize you're dead. Okay, I'm going to make <laughs> this into a Twitter poll yes, tomorrow. If he doesn't go down the flight of stairs, I do. Is what that. And it's got to be a really steep. Why not just a cliff? Just just hedge your bets. Just <laughs> well, keep things safe, right? Uh, you want to see him roll down the flight yeah, of stairs. Basically, yeah, basically. Yeah, I kind of do as well. Oh, I did a good <laughs> I did a good Twitter poll today. You guys can weigh in on this. Which of these do you hate watching more? Bad stand-up or bad improv? Bad improv. Bad improv is fun in a way that bad stand-up is not. I would ag- I would argue the opposite. Yeah, really. same. 
Yeah. I think bad improv, and I used to do improv in high school, so I've seen a lot of it. You've uh, done a lot of it? I actually am a national champion, so no, I haven't. <laughs> wow. Um, it's not like he's ever brought that up before. <laughs> I'm a bandwagoner. I'm on these improv teams. <laughs> I got to say, uh, bad, bad improv is like pain. To me, bad improv feels like they're masturbate, Like it's just like masturbation on stage. Like It's fun literally only for the performer. Uh, I'd say it's fun for the people who are watching and know how horrible it is also. No, I see, I disagree because I think bad stand-up is fun to watch. You can laugh at the person. Yes, you can laugh at the person and also, like, they know it's going terribly. Yes. Whereas, like, I feel with bad improv. Okay, can I add a caveat to what I'm saying here, which is that... This is a no caveat zone. <laughs> yeah, this is an NCZ. Like, Get the fuck out of here. Bad improv where the improv is trying to be funny is probably excruciating in a way that bad stand-up is not. But in the Canadian improv games, which is what I participated in in high school... <laughs> Every team has to do a life scene, which is like a serious, dramatic scene. That sounds even worse, to be honest with you. Honestly, bad life scenes are my favorite part of like okay. any that's improv memories that I yeah, have, is, is including winning a national championship. I would put watching bad life scenes as a like but cherished is, is, memory okay. above. That sounds that. like it's supposed to be bad on purpose. Yeah, that's what I just I like, was gonna it's say. It's supposed that. to be like it's funny because it's bad. That's is every life no. scene the worst? Is, <laughs> is it just bad because that exists? Yeah, kind of. Like, but like I, I just so think, many of them. Are there, are there good life scenes where it's like, well, this is like a really serious. Yeah, dramatic. yeah. Actually, it can be done well. You can do serious dramatic improv. Yeah. Okay, give us an example. Well, I, I can't <laughs> right do now. it. Okay, well, you want to fucking championship. Yeah, let's go national <laughs> champion improv I for stayed us. out of the life scene. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, no, but okay, but see, that's the thing, because like, I think bad improv Bad is... melodrama is life scenes, and they are the greatest. Okay, can I finish talking, yes. for fuck's sake? Now I don't even know what I was saying. I was saying, okay, bad stand-up is still funny to me. See, like, bad... Because... The performer is also sharing in how bad it is. It's very rare I've seen a stand-up performer that's doing really badly and doesn't know that it. doesn't know it. Yeah. Some of them, yes, some people have really like clinical mental issues and they don't know how badly they're also <laughs> doing. But bad improv, I feel like they don't know how bad they're doing. Like I feel like even horrible improv, they're all up there like we are killing it. We are absolutely killing it. And they're talking like that, and I want to die. <laughs> but in any case, my poll, Bad Improv, is winning 67% to stand-ups 33%. I also I just, did a poll this week. That this was, was just on my own personal. Is Napoleon Dynamite funny? Yeah, yes no. Yes or no? No. God. And the yes is one. And that's wrong. That is wrong. That's way wrong. That's a bad movie. There's a couple of funny moments. Yeah. Like yeah, when he throws the steak at him. Yeah, that, I was going to say, the uncle is like really funny. Yeah. But there's just not, like, it's way too long to wait between the There's laughs. just no it's jokes. Not, yeah. It's, and it's, there's no story. I don't know. I, I think it sucks. It's a horrible film. Uh, we got a, another gorilla question here. Uh, it's oh, from Tiny Guy over here. This is a good question. He says, I think shooting one gorilla to save a person is okay. Even two or three. But four... I think the human can die. Where do you guys draw the line? I draw the line at one. I think that was too many. You would let the person. You die. would rather have yeah. the baby die. See, this is Look, this is the debate. Our silverback gorillas are endangered. Yeah. Are four-year-old boys endangered? No, I think we have a fucking shitload of four-year-old that boys. That four-year-old boy was endangered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
as a species, is he endangered? No, but as a singular person. Yeah, yeah well, that person was endangered. You know. No, I didn't know that. He's For not endangered. Re- the parents can get another one if they want. They can not make like another the same one. one, though. Yeah, that's Probably true. not going to be any mood to have another. Like, yeah, you know what the next one probably won't do is jump into a fucking gorilla pit. So maybe well, you learn I, a lesson Honestly, there. I think they've taught gorillas a lesson. <laughs> gorillas are supposed to be smart. Let's see how many of them fucking swing a four-year-old kid around. They probably, they probably <laughs> all saw Harambe get shot, and they'll be like, well, shit, we better not do that anymore. If a kid comes in here, I'm just going to finger paint with him. I thought you were going to say something else when I heard finger. Finger paint. <laughs> Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Sorry, I heard finger. Get, your, get it together. I, it's a disgrace. I thought you, I thought you were going to talk about a gorilla finger banging. Yeah, no, I, I know what you Friend of the saying. show, Aaron at Bertovo. Who deserved to die more, Cecil the lion or the gorilla? This, this is too many questions. Cecil the lion. Yeah. Well, Cecil, Cecil the lion for sure. Yeah. That, he, that lion had a I heard a, a quote today saying that the boy who fell in joked that he was going to climb in. So I don't think it was an accident. He's four years old. I think he went in on purpose. Four-year-olds can't Okay, joke. yeah, what four-year-old goes to the zoo and doesn't want to climb like, in I'm going to go pit? in there. Yeah, who? Do- I definitely did that when I was at the zoo. That's yeah. premeditated. The four-year-old right before he jumped in is like, yeah, check this shit out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is- I don't think he's making a joke. I think he's going like, I really want to do this because animals are dope and every animal I've ever seen in any movie ever is friendly. So I'm just going to – I'm about to hop in here with whatever Rafiki the fucking gorillas – Yeah, exactly. His name from Madagascar or whatever. Look, it's fucking Penny the Gorilla. Here we go. Harambe. 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 Yeah, no, I know that. But I mean the Madagascar name. I don't know. I don't think oh, there the is movie a Madagascar? Madagascar. Okay, whatever. There's lemurs. Yeah, whatever. The only place in the world that has lemurs. Whatever. Madagascar. You guys know what I'm saying. Fuck. Well, there's no gorillas in Madagascar. Oh, go to hell. <laughs> This is from Andrew Sieslack, and he says, Imagine Jim Benning in a gorilla costume in a cage on a cargo boat sailing across the Pacific. I don't have a question. <laughs> Thank you, Torque Penderloid. You knew his Twitter name just from, uh, that's, that's impressive. On it. There you go. Matt Straw asks, how long till the giant alligator also gets popped? Okay, uh, now I want to show you guys this, this video. This is too many questions I wanna, about animals. Can, can, we, can we watch this video? I don't want to watch this video. It's, the alligator's fake. No, I don't think so. The alligator's fake. No, it's just lumbering. It, but it's lumbering the exact same pace the entire time. Yeah, maybe slow the and steady same. wins the race. No, but it, it's a robot. Then how did it kill the guy? The alligator didn't kill anyone. <laughs> Remember the gorilla or the alligator? The gorilla was real and it's dead. Didn't I thought the al- I thought there was an alligator who killed someone also. No, it's just an al- Oh, that's a different thing. I know, it, like it's it's fake. Th- there was somebody who went oh, swimming. Oh, that's real. No. Look at it look at its legs. That's not no. Uh, it does kind of look fake. You know what I mean? It's taking the same steps over and over and over again. If it's real, that is a dinosaur. That thing is huge. If that's real, yeah, its legs are way too long. You'd think. Also, this guy should not be this close. Like, I feel like if he he knows it's fake, he has to know. Cause like, I would get the fuck like, but out of the way. Do you see what I mean? That. Like, it's walking. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's the exact same steps every time. It just feels like its legs are way too long. Like, have you seen a real alligator? Yeah. Their legs are really short. Yeah, their legs kind of stick out at the side yeah. like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, it's so not it's real. it's a robot? It could be a robot. It could be It's a robot or it's like real. a guy in a costume or something? Or? Yeah, it's possible. I mean, animatronics Somebody got nowadays. killed by an alligator today also, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's sweet. Yeah. Uh, Michael Stevens writes in, who would you prefer to bang your mom, Lucas Pisa or Jim Benning? Also, whoever does leaves the Canucks forever. 
Jim Benning, probably. Because then if he gets fired, then the other guy can just deal with Spisa. I feel like we've had a question like that before. The other guy's gonna, the other I know your mom, so I don't feel comfortable with this question. <laughs> your mom was my boss for like five years. I can't. I have no comment. I'm just not going to answer this question. <laughs> you answered it, Justin. Way to go. Is that good? Man? Maybe your mom can decide who has the bigger penis and then whichever she prefers. <laughs> Zach Goodman writes, does George... I don't know if she's a size queen or well, not. I, <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but... Well, she's our penis size expert. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about my dad's penis on the show. We're not talking about your dad's penis. No, but the implication was there. No. The implication was... <laughs> I feel was, like there was an implication there at all, actually. No, the no. implication was... No, never mind. If she prefers a bigger or a smaller penis to man. But she's, like, married to my dad. Yeah. So... There's an implication there. Yeah, but the implication of the question is that she's going to have sex with one of them, so your dad isn't really relevant and to the question. One of them is an athlete. The other Can is you a stop talking about my dad's penis, please? <laughs> We're not talking <laughs> no about your dad's penis. Has mentioned you went your dad's right to penis dad's penis. Except you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to get text with this. I'm going to get a phone call about this. <laughs> like, no question. <laughs> oh, that's right. Your parents listen to every episode. Yeah, yeah they, they do. Uh, Zach Goodman <laughs> writes Does George R.R. R. Martin write the Canucks? Are they the Starks? Is Benning Ho? Door. Fuck Game of Thrones. Get out of here with that question. I like Zach, but I have no time for this stupid joke. What would Benning say instead of Hodor? Uh, I don't know. Horvat? <laughs> Hordor? Fake Steinberg asks, if a four-year-old fell in the pool at the Vancouver Aquarium, how much would Benning overpay for Brower? <laughs> okay, there's the, there, that's a good question, because it's funny, and there's also a rumor that Benning... Or that Brower wants to come. Brower wants to come here. Uh, so Benning has all the leverage in the world, which means he's going to sign him to like a six-year, thirty-six million dollar contract. Because Brower is the Bolesky of this year's playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an apt comparison. Guy who had a hot run and is going to get paid. But Brower's had. I mean, he's also had multiple good performances, See, yes. right? Like, I mean, he's he he's had good playoff performances. He's won a couple cups. Yeah, I think he's making like. Three point two million or something right now, so he's gonna yeah. get a big raise. And, he, and he's won multiple cups, so he's obviously a culture carrier. And he has gigantic balls. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Did I not talk about this on the show before? Uh, no. I, I thought I had. We probably would have remembered. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, so sorry, not metaphorical balls, anatomical balls, gigantic. Apparently, okay. I played hockey with a couple guys who played minor with him, and this was during Chicago's first Stanley Cup run. We were just casually. Uh, hanging out after one of our games, having a couple uh, beers slash ginger ales. Actually, I was probably drinking Coke at the time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was like a great aside. It, it was sounded like a uh, like the beginning of a Western movie. Yeah, I was probably drinking Coke at the time. <laughs> and uh, uh, so yeah, so they were like, "Oh yeah, we played minor with Troy Brower." I was like, "Oh, that's cool," and they're like, "Yeah, hugest balls I've ever seen." And and this is like, yeah, in the middle of Chicago's playoff run. So I was like, "Oh yeah, definitely." Like you know, pretty tough player, like not afraid to get in the corners, get the puck, like pretty you know, pretty aggressive player. And they're like, "No, like literal actual balls." Like he has the biggest balls we've ever seen. They're like, "We're pretty sure he had to have a specially made jock to house those bad boys." So, yeah, I mean, there was no conversation about shaft. So I don't know what his dick to balls ratio was, but. Well, I would assume. If the balls are extremely visible. Yeah, then. Then probably it's not the greatest ratio. Yeah, it could be. Well, like, yeah. it might actually be like a decent sized shaft, but the balls are just that big. Yeah, that they're going to ruin the that, yeah. optics are going to be bad. Yeah. But so they're like Mickey Mouse ears. Well, hopefully. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> 
Hopefully he does sign with the Canucks because then we can get Drance to confirm for us. Yeah, yeah that's true, Maybe I guess. Maybe snap a pick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Little Bra- Broward's balls. Hashtag Broward's balls. Don't mind balls. me. This is for a podcast <laughs> that hates you guys. <laughs> uh, I think we got two more questions yeah. here. Okay. Let's wrap this uh, Rico Love up. at Wife Emailer writes, Would John accept three months of diarrhea if it meant the Leafs won the Stanley Cup three times over the next 15 years? We've been over this. Uh, no, that's way too long to have diarrhea. I think you would die. We've been over this. That's too long to not be able to absorb nutrients. Uh, you can still absorb uh, them. You're just no, not really. Just if you ho- have diarrhea, you're not keeping anything in. Problem solved. Hook a hose up to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Bandwagon listeners don't get this question, but uh, I'm I'm out. Uh, yeah, I'm out of this. Uh, so n- no, I said I, I I said last podcast I wouldn't accept diarrhea for a day, and I mean that. That's insane. Why not, would you, why for a day? Not what, even one day. Cup? Just go into a day being like, I know I'm gonna have diarrhea. Yeah, that's all better than day. better than not knowing and then having it anyway. At least you have time to prepare for it. Right. Okay. Just to take the day one off work. One day. Just one day. Take your laptop. Just chill in the toilet all day. I don't want any more than one day. I would accept for one cup. Yeah, you're a pussy. But three times in the next fifteen years, we're I gonna f- do that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You do. Not you're also gonna have it. three months of diarrhea. <laughs> it's <just> unrelated. <laughs> Un- <laughs> unrelated i'm gonna get malaria <laughs> you ate really bad falafel <laughs> uh, yeah probably. every day yeah. maybe this time it won't give i'm me gonna diarrhea. find out i'm allergic to alcohol in the worst way possible the leafs are gonna win the first cup and i'm gonna celebrate with a drink and then Sip i'm gonna be allergic beer. and just be yeah have diarrhea for three months uh, last I, question i think no i think that was the last question Perhaps. actually this one comes from us from verviticus settle a debate Esports, a really stupid term or not a stupid term? I think it's a good term. It's better than like cyber sports or i It's not really a sport, though. It's not really sports at all. It's on ESPN. <laughs> the Ocho? Yeah. No, like the main. I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I have no opinion. Kyle Wellwood likes it. So. Yeah. So if Kyle Wellwood likes it and we, we became Sharks fans because of Wellwood, yeah. esports is good. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And that is settled. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. I love that we can just solve every problem of being, well, what a well would say about it. <laughs> well yeah. Say. Yeah, we, we, should, we, should, we should have asked him about diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, we'll just email him. Uh, and with that, we move into our final segment on the program on what has been a very organized show so far. Yeah, this has been it's quite a fine episode. Everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? John? <sighs> I don't know. I I feel like I've done music last... Did I do music last week, too? I think you did. Fuck. Okay, I'll do I'm it. Not, I'm done doing the bit, so you can do music. Now. Yeah, I'll do a book. Uh... I'm not. I'm all. I'm actually not even finished it yet. But it's a collection of works, so I feel like it's okay. It's called the best non-required American reading 2015, and it's a compilation of the best both fiction and non-fiction writing put together by a group of high school kids in the states. So they all get together in San Francisco, 
I guess it's not the best high school kids in the States, just in San Fran. And they get together with a professor from Stanford and every week they meet and read a bunch of stuff. And then at the end of the year, they choose their favorite things and they put it together in an anthology. And, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, the best non-required American reading 2015. I picked it up at Powell's books when I was in Portland, never heard of this type of collection before, but yeah, it's really great. There's some really good articles in there, um, or like essays, uh, some really good, uh, stories and, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm reading one about, I'm in the middle of one right now. That's been very difficult cause I don't want to read it before bed, but have you guys ever heard of this thing called, um, sky burial? Oh, the, it's a t- Tibetan thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of, nice. it's terrifying. I've never heard anything Yeah, it's terrifying. It's, it's like really weird. So it's basically what it is, is that you basically, when you die, you request to be buried above ground and then the animals kind of like just do whatever they want to your body. It's like huge birds of prey and stuff. Yeah, and exactly. Pick apart your intestines. Rip and, you apart and yeah. drop you over the land. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then, so what, but this, so this story is kind of about that, but then it was focused on, there's a farm in the United States that does it. And it's basically like it, but it's a, it's also a research facility. So they look at like how the body decomposes and like what happens if animals like eat your body, like, or how successfully they can do that or like whatever, like they study it uh, and like the decomposition rates and all that stuff. So they put the bodies in like different size cages so that like certain animals can get in and other animals can't. So the story like goes back and forth between talking about the, the, uh, the farm itself and then talking about the people that are allowing their bodies to be donated. So they're like interview the families and be like, how did you decide on this like sky burial facility? Like what the hell? So yeah, it's really fucking gross, but also (laughs) really interesting. So it's like, I can't read it before bed, which is normally when I would read it. And it's like a 30 pages long. So I'm like halfway through it and I'm like just trying to find time to read it where I won't be frightened. Uh, but yeah, so that's one of the stories that sticks out for sure. But there's a lot of really good, interesting stuff in there. There's articles from the New Yorker, GQ, stuff like that. So yeah, check it out. Best American non-required reading 2015. Uh, I'm also uh, recommending a book. Oh shit. Well, I could have done music if you were. No, it's okay. Well, I'm not doing the, the, the music bit anymore, right? No, I know that. Uh, my book is called how to shoot a gorilla in the head. It's by, (laughs) it's by a zookeeper from Cincinnati. Jesus Christ. Uh, did they release the name of the zookeeper? Uh, I think they did. Well, yeah, no, because like, that would be who it's by. He's like bragging about it. I think, right? Like, if I was the, <laughs> was he? Well, that's pretty sweet, isn't that? Like every zookeeper's dream to shoot a gorilla. <laughs> uh, I guess that's why you get in the zookeeping. That's why yeah, I got right. That's why I got in the biz. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Honestly, like I hope it was like they were like guys. Like we have we have a tough task. They went to all the zookeepers in the zoo and were like, we have a tough task. Like. One of you is going to have to shoot the gorilla. And there was, like, one guy who, like, hated that gorilla personally and, like, had been waiting for this moment and just, like, shot his hand up. Um, it's very possible. Yeah. But anyway, it's not actually a book. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a book about it. I wouldn't be surprised if there's, like, a movie about it. Um, maybe made by Airbud Studios. <laughs> you never know. Talking gorilla. It's murked by a zookeeper. We can only hope. Yeah. One can only so hope. So that's my one good thing is that <laughs> dead, uh, it's a dead gorilla. Good for you, man. Yeah. Super, super happy. Yeah. We, we made the whole episode about it. I know. That really, special. like the entire episode. I told you guys we would. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you didn't believe me. I didn't. Well, I, mostly I just hoped it wasn't true. Well, I clearly, I, you didn't hope hard enough. I thought it was you know, a stupid idea. <laughs> okay. 
You made fun of me earlier, John, for being like, let's talk about bandwagoning. And I just went on my little rant there. I waited for like 50 minutes to sneak that in. <laughs> Stefan steered this towards yeah, shooting gorillas literally within right away. 30 seconds. I know. And then we talked about horrible gorilla movies and fucking... So it's done, boys. This is honestly the worst episode we've ever done, I think. <laughs> it's going to get like the best numbers, though. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. Everyone hates gorillas so much. Uh, what's, your, what's your one good thing, Justin? I will uh, recommend music, just so that we have something to play us out. Um, <laughs> and also you can the, you can the clip pick, of the yeah. gorilla getting shot. Just yeah. pick anything you want. <laughs> I, I'm, I will recommend uh, the, uh, the name of a Phoenix album that I actually know the name of. It's Never Been Like That, which came out in <laughs> 2006. Perfect. That's great, a great song. It is a great to. record. It yeah. is, it's a really, really, like, I know a lot of people jumped on with uh, the one that came after, Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix. Wolfgang Amadeus Phoenix, motherfucker. But if you did not go back and listen to their earlier stuff, It's Never Been Like That is like one of my favorite albums from that time in my life. Uh, There's a good Tokyo Police Club cover of that song too. Really? Yep. Well, we are going to close out the show with a 24 or 25 hours a day remix of Long Distance Call, which is probably my favorite song on the album. So It's uh, everyone's favorite song. Look forward it? to that in just a moment. And in the meantime, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate is Brooke Halverson, but she wasn't here. Yeah, no, she's not here. She's uh, gone. She's uh, hurt. Our intern is also absent because we don't have any advertisers this week. Yeah. Uh, but I'm Justin Morissette. Stephen Heck. John Cullen. Be good. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> wow. Please keep that in. Yeah, no. you have to keep that you in. Gotta you keep cannot that in. take that out. That's so good. Wow. Well, it's not. I don't think you've ever fucked up the ending before. I the beginning, so like s- almost every episode. It's the first but time the- for everything. You're Look like at how angry he got when I you're said like, that. Sh- you really like, shot the gorilla on that 50. one. That was obviously a joke, man. <laughs> he got s- a look in his eyes. was like, oh, I don't want to fuck it up every time. Yeah, obviously not. You got to keep it in. Though. It was so real. Yeah, it was great. Be real. <laughs> Be good. Be real good. Good. I was looking at the curtain. I was kind of hoping you'd say gorilla and then get pissed at me for not saying gorilla when I've been talking about gorillas yeah, the whole no, episode. Yeah, no, I would just mostly wanted to focus on Justin's mistakes. Oh, so okay, I said so real good, good. good. Just that so I couldn't too. edit yeah. it out. Yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I know my way around this You're podcast. Stefan's not the only one who can get his, I mean, his thing in here. I mean, his was the whole episode and mine was like one thing. But still, I got it. So fuck you. Gorilla murder. <laughs> Oh my god.